to do the intro. We don't need an intro on this podcast. Yeah, well, I'm going to do one because we don't allocate things based on need on this podcast. <laughs> okay, so welcome to Sounding Board, the podcast about free trade, free markets and free speech. I nearly, I'm, in my head, I heard you say free capitalism. I think that was where you mucked up a previous one, wasn't it? Yeah, let's, 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 not, let's not go there. That, <laughs> that was a perfectly good intro. <laughs> it was. Um, how you doing? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good um, to see you again. Yeah, likewise. Uh, here, definitely not in the same room. Definitely not in you know one of our houses recording this. I'm 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 fine with lockdown. I'm I'm fine with not pretending. We're Nineteen. In the, we're in the same room. Um, this is all good. So you know our local Tesco. Yes, the one just L- little Tesco. Down the road, we call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, now I've not been for about two weeks. When 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 it all started, when the when the mask stuff started going on the rise again. Um, uh, I decided no, this is it. I'm I'm, I'm going to cut out even just going out to that local that local one. Um, they started challenging me on the door. You know, you know, got a mask Nazi on the door uh, and all of that. And even though I'd been in almost every day for the previous two weeks, um, I got chal- I got challenged, even though I hadn't been challenged at any point up to that point. And I was like, yeah, I can't can't be doing with that. And I also I want to. I want to use capitalism in the right way. And I, I know this is this isn't right because this is all the only reason this is happening is because of government intervention. But I didn't want to give Tesco my money anymore if they were going to behave like that. And I'd rather give my money to somewhere else. Just a just a I don't want to derail you, but just a minor anecdote that they act, there's obviously a sign on the outside that says you must wear a mask unless you no mask have no a, entry or have whatever. a medical reason or whatever. When you go to pay there's a sign that says, if we cannot determine your age, we reserve the right to ask you to take off your mask. Oh, that's hilarious. Make up your mind. Is it safe or is it not safe? It's only safe unless you want to take my money. It's 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 so stupid. Right. Are you also aware? Uh, in fact, I think you are, because you said this about the car park. That row of shops where our little Tesco is, our what used to be our favourite restaurant... Okay, the Chinese. Oh, it was the best Chinese restaurant for my, outside none. of Chinatown in London. I yes, would say that's the best Chinese restaurant I've been to. It was. Uh, this is this is nostalgic, but it, they knew our names. <laughs> okay, we would just we would go in there, shake the guy by the hand. He'd occasionally give you like a free bottle of something, uh, get your takeaway, or we know how many family occasions had we spent there since we were kids. Yeah, big all round table, all the family, my you know, big birthdays and all that kind of stuff. I used to, I used to get treated like like royalty in there because I used brilliant. to when I started contracting, um, and I was living on my own, I was a single man, um, didn't you know I was working, including travel, I was working twelve thirteen mm. hours every day, you know, a couple of times a week I would just want to go and get a Chinese and not bother to cook, so I'd go there in there a couple of times a week, so yeah. I got to know everyone yeah. really really well, yeah. really really nice people. Unfortunately, it shut down um before uh before the pandemic um which was a great shame it had, it had gone downhill they they changed uh, they they changed to a, a buffet only I, I think that was because they were, I think that was because they were struggling anyway it was quite expensive totally. um and I think it probably they you know they, they were probably struggling anyway they thought we'll try the buffet see if we make I more agree. money sadly it didn't work don't don't blame them at all um but that that was the largest unit in that in that row of shops as our, our only local restaurant if you like i mean you kind of not particularly well other than for us not particularly well placed as a restaurant um so not i'm not surprised it eventually went um now it's a vaccine center yeah and they've taken over have you seen how they've they've taken over yeah I mean, i've heard i've heard stories about how you ca- so the car park is so busy now you can't you're, t- you're queuing to get in so they've got marshals yes okay and even who, though who this stop, is a... who stop and ask you what it doesn't it doesn't matter so you, you go in there and they ask you what you're here for you're here for a vaccine or you're here for tesco's okay i'm here for tesco's okay find a car parking space so what were you going to tell me yes. if i was here for a vaccine yeah absolutely pointless so have you had that experience yourself personally Once, yeah right okay um so i've not been yet this is a, a shared car park for the community center the vets the pharmacy, the newsagent, the little Tesco, the 
barbers, the fish and chip shop, and what was this restaurant. So it's not, it's not a bad sized car park. It's a, it's a small local center. Now this largest unit is the vaccine center, which I believe has been set up by the local chemist, I think. It, it, I think it, it, probably a joint venture, but it's got Hall's chemistry written all, written all over it now as well. I walked past a couple of days ago and they you know, put some stupid queuing system out, out the front of, you know, horrible orange barriers, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, they are stopping people. They, they've, they've, they've written to the school. They don't want parents to park in there anymore when they're dropping off the kids to the school, which is a short walk down the road, uh, even though there's no, you know, not enough parking for the school. Um, I know plenty of parents who've said, no, I'm still going to park there. I have to, you know, I come from far enough away. I've got to park somewhere to drop off the kids. And I'm going straight to work. You know, some people, they live locally, but they'll drive to the school, drop off the kids and go. Bearing in mind, these are the kids of critical workers. Okay, these are the only people that are dropping their kids off at school at the moment. But no, apparently they're not as important as uh, people getting a vaccine. Um, so today, <laughs> a colleague of mine, uh, so uh, our office is only around the corner. This is our the, the closest set of little shops um, to the office. Uh, and so plenty of people in the office will go there and get some lunch or whatever. It's uh, going to the going to the Tesco, pulled up in the car park. You know, person knocking on the window. Are you here for a vaccine? <laughs> His reaction was hell no. <laughs> um, uh, and then was told, right. Well, if you're here for any other reason, you need to wear a mask in this entire area. It's like. No, I don't. <laughs> outside. They want to make people wear masks outside. I mean, wearing masks is stupid anyway. And then he goes to the Tesco, because he said to me, have you been there recently? Body cams on the staff. Really? Yep. Because I, I just went, I just parked up and I went to the cash point because I needed some cash. Body cams on the staff at Tesco now. What's that for? That's... Unbelievable. Uh, and as he, as he said to me, we're turning into a fascist state. I was like, that's past tense, turned. I did, yeah, I don't, I don't. I'm not to, going there again. No, I don't. I don't want to go there. Um, I've, I've heard other stories as well about about how someone had. This is how badly this this is this is all managed. So somebody had, as you would expect, an adverse reaction to um, to the vaccine. I don't, mm. think they, I don't think they were particularly I, I know of two people now. I, right. <laughs> I know of more people that have had adverse reactions than have, that have had bad reactions to COVID. But this is, this is the thing. So instead, instead of looking after them and, you know, taking them into a room out the back and giving them a glass of water. Oh, or you whatever, mean an instant? You mean a, a there and then? There and then. Right. A, you know, a, a bad reaction. Um, they were... <laughs> I've seen sat outside vomiting Out, no. outside the vaccine centre. No. What a fantastic advert. Oh, yes, I'd love a vaccine now. Thank you. Yes, you, you were laughing, but I know why now. You, you were not at the misfortune of this poor person. But No, but just, just <gasps> them, them sat outside on the floor with like a, a paper bag. Because um, they'd already been broomed out. Yeah, you, you're done now. See you. Next. Isn't it like 10 minutes? Isn't that all you're allowed? I don't. I don't know. I think, I think they've I built no in idea. ten minutes in case you have a, a like you know proper anaphylaxis from it. Like a proper proper allergic. So reaction. they just throw you to the floor, jab you in the chest, and then send you on your way. <laughs> well, and that's that, that all's happened then. Yeah. Um, so I know um, a friend of a friend uh, who has been helping out with uh, one of the vaccine centres down south um, as the proper first wave stuff. You know, proper elderly. Um, so everyone's got a carer. Everyone's old and infirm. Uh, car park of like a football ground or something. Every single person winding down the window. I need a disabled spot. It's like, everyone needs a disabled spot. <laughs> you can either wait two hours and drive around, or you can just find a place to park. But it's having to have, it's having, to have that conversation with every single person. Because they all need, of course they do. Then get this, they'd worked it out. They'd got it nailed. They'd, they'd worked out their process of, you know, getting people queuing, getting people in, getting people jabbed, waiting for 10 minutes, getting them out again. What they hadn't factored in was they were all really old. So after 10 minutes, it takes another 10 minutes to get them out of the chair. 
There's the ones that have fallen asleep. <laughs> There's the ones that just just need help getting out. Well, they they walk could, slowly. But, but you, you know, the, you, you're vaccinating eighty-year-olds. Of course, how can you not think of that? That's ridiculous. So, I'm sure they're ironing out some of these kinks now. Albeit, we're getting you know everyone over seventy is being done now. So it's it's quickly going to start start going down the age groups. Yeah. Uh, I just I, I just find stuff like that funny that they, no one predicted that it would take that, that you couldn't just go right you bunch of 40 80 year olds up you get an out and that was going to happen in 30 seconds yeah although they didn't all need disabled parking because they can't yeah. walk 10 yards yeah how, how can you that's ridiculous and just going back to the your anecdote about tesco's and having to wear a mask that just makes me want to drive there wind down my window um, at, the, at the marshal and to start blowing bubbles <laughs> with, with, with someone and I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm waiting for those to get banned I'm waiting for those to for someone on the internet on Twitter to say you know what kids bubbles that you just you just blow yeah. we need to ban those because they could all have death inside them <laughs> yeah think how many Covids there'd be inside one of those and bubbles you're just spreading there they could, they could go for miles can't they these bubbles so I'm, are you I'm, saying are you saying that that these aerosolized particles can can travel further than two meters. I, apparently, apparently they can. Yeah. But only if they're contained within bubble mixture. Yeah, if you breathe, it can't go any further than two meters. Right. Okay. Or one meter if you're in America, <laughs> and and six feet if you're in some European countries. And yeah, apparently that I've probably said this before. The two meters comes from you know a hundred or so years ago, and that's that's the safe distance that they assumed you'd be from somebody who had tuberculosis. And this has never been updated. I thought it's always been a meter from the WHO. I could be wrong on this. I think so. If, if it's the WHO, it's probably changed three times in the last for the, year. For the WHO, it is. But for Britain, that was the, the ah. that was the t two meters was the TB distance. My my assumption was that Britain, it, it was just yet more evidence they didn't trust us. And so we'll say two meters, so they do one. Like when they when they put a speed limit at seventy, to to because they know you're going to go eighty. <laughs> Yeah, and they do sixty to try and make you go seventy. That that was my that was my assumption. I didn't realise there was history. Yeah, there was history. I mean, I I thought it was just the who says one meter. We're going to go further. We're going to go two meters well, because a, we're safer and we're more virtuous. Do a Nicola Sturgeon. Yeah, yeah. Just always do more. Just trying to out outdo outdo each other. But no, there's 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 history there. It's uh, it's the, the TB distance. Apparently. Right. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be blowing my bubbles. At I everybody. love that blowing bubbles I mean if you had people I mean the leapers the, the number of leapers has gone up massively I think we've talked about this before I've, I've told you my anecdote of I have we have not on the podcast you've told uh, me right <laughs> so we've got uh, the where we live is lots of cycle paths isn't it and so uh, some of them are quite wide some of them have got separate sections and everything either marked out or separate levels um, for, for pedestrians as well some for pedestrians some, yeah, part for pedestrians part for, uh, for bikes but there's just there's just good paths around here you know, we're not talking about, um, uh, and you know, it's, it's we we live in a, in a, in a, in a new town. You know, this 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 bit is only like forty years old, so it's not just you know, rows of streets and, and pavements. Uh, there's lots of tarmac paths. There are also lots of big grass verges as well. Uh, and in this particular area, when I was walking, not ten minutes away from where we're sitting. Uh, well, it was just wasn't it just outside my house or, or close to where? where oh I well, there's okay. Well, there's two anecdotes. So outside your house, <laughs> outside your house near the main road. Okay, so I'm not talking about inside your street, but I'm talking about on the main road where you've got on, on the, the, the the ring road. Yeah. To the, the yeah to to our to our uh, our little region. Um, there there is tree belt path grass verge road. Yep. But the grass verge is like the same size as the path. It's 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 a good. The the grass verge is probably two and a half to three meters, and the path is three and a half to four meters or something. Like these are these are big paths. So I'm walking down the path, straight bit of path, can see can see a good distance, and yeah, person coming the other way. Not only did they go onto the grass. I mean, this has happened. This happens all the time. People just go onto the grass, even if you're walking on the other side of the path to them. Went into the road. Went into the road into the path of oncoming traffic because that's safer than getting my coat she also grabbed a mask from her pocket held it over her face she was she protecting must have been you Nick. 10 meters away from me stop it 
Um, you should have you should have approached her to thank her. <laughs> thank you for protecting me. No, 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 thank you. <laughs> the the other time uh, was walking in the evening, uh, just around the corner from from there. Another spot with an even even larger grass verge. We're talking probably ten meters from the path to the road. Okay, big wide path. I'm with my kids and my wife. Uh, woman with a dog coming the other way, uh, and. My wife and kids did naturally what you do in every situation, which is you move over to the left because that's just what you do when you're facing other people who are coming towards you. Is you you you, you know you, you move out of the way of each other. That's, yeah, and, that's and in, in Britain you go to the left. If I was in France, I'd probably move over to the right. Yeah, but exactly, in Britain, exactly. you drive on the left, left, walk on the left. Sure. Exactly. Uh, don't don't you hate it when you go into any um, building or anything and they and they tell you. I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about in general. And they tell you to walk on the right in a corridor or something. And I'm like, this is. Britain, we're to the left or on a stairwell or anything like that. No, I, I, I always defy them. All, always defy them. Uh, but anyway, that's the only time that you ever travel further left, isn't it, than intended? <laughs> well, in this case, <laughs> in this case, uh, wife and kid. My wife has encouraged the kids over to the left-hand side of the path, uh, which is not near the road. It's near near the tree belt, uh, and I, I see this woman who is who is still thirty yards away. She's already got from the path onto the grass. So, you know, we've already, yeah, three out of four of us have already moved way over away from her and she's gone onto the grass. And so I just thought, I'm going to see how far she goes. So I, I hugged the right-hand side of this path. And my wife turned and looked at me. She's like, look, I could see that looking at her. What are you doing? And I just, just gave her a little half grin as I, as I proceed to walk right on the very edge you know i was treading on grass basically at this at this point and and uh, obviously with all leapers you've got to turn and you've got to give them a big smile you've got to say good morning or good evening or whatever um so i i i, I faced i faced this one she was turning completely away from me but she went even further she went even she she was already two meters away from the path on the grass she must have got about six meters away it was it was just insane. Just because I was still on the path. I, I don't know if you've have you seen many have you come across many runners or joggers? Yeah, fair few. They're normally, they're normally pretty good. I actually, I would say. Yeah, most most of them are. Although there've been a couple of times where I've been riding my bike around the lakes behind mm. my house, um, and I'm not going. I'm not bombing it, but I'm not going slowly. Um, I'm just going on a yeah you know, like a five or six mile ride. Mm. Um, and there've been a couple of times where I've been you know going in one direction. Got a jogger coming the other direction, and you know, just before he gets to me, shoves the mask on. Oh, for goodness' sake! A fraction of a second, we're within probably five meters because I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm cycling at a, at a reasonable. I'm not, you You're know, going 10, 50 miles now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a reasonable pace, he's running the other way, but no, gotta, they do this while running. Got to put the mask on while running. So where is the mask? Is, are you talking like bandanas or are you talking about actual mask like under their chin that mask, they're ready to pull on? Mask or bandana under the chin, quickly shoved up over the face for a fraction of a second and then pulled back down again. I like this. So that it, you, you, And you've observed like, specifically <laughs> to pull back down again? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, t- I'm, I'm, I'm turning around looking at it. They thinking, don't realise how you've contaminated that column of air behind you. Leaving all of your COVIDs, you know, suspended. It, it I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it it's... defies all sense, doesn't it? All, all of it does. I mean, this this person must be reasonably sensible. They're out for a run. Well, yes, yeah, so, and, and a couple of them. Uh, one in particular was running at quite a pace. Um, was maybe twenty twenty two, fit athletic guy going for a run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these people are, are the lowest of low risk no need whatsoever to, yeah. to, to be worried about covid at all but, but have you are. had people stop and turn and face their back to you no that's really not nice and that's on the rise i think i would probably start coughing even if i didn't need to yeah just or blowing bubbles i, I, I need to i need <laughs> to buy need i need to, to buy my bubbles. my bubbles and i'll just carry it around <laughs> just start blowing them around Passing all my lovely COVIDs everywhere. Shall we, can we can we brand some up COVID bubbles or something? Because yeah. the, the thing is, is obviously the term bubble 
has a lot of resonance, doesn't it? Maybe we can call them support bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Sounding board branded. Yeah. yeah these, like these are my emotional support bubbles, so I, I need them. They, they distress me, and uh, it's a medical condition, and I need to just blow these all the time. Yeah. Support, without without a mask. Bubbles. I can't blow them with the mask. So you, oh, the mask. you probably could, actually. Because <laughs> that's how they aerosolize what, come, what comes out of you. Sure. Ah, so you, you, should, you should try that. If, so if I catch it, I should actually put the mask on to get a better to get more COVID so it gets rid of all the water droplets aerosolizes the COVIDs yeah and, and the COVIDs get get right right deep in the bubbles and, and yeah if you want aerosolized well yeah look I think the, the, the chances are if you don't use a mask then your droplets might pierce a bubble uh, they might or, or change the change the balance in the um, uh, you know the, the the makeup of the bubble you know, there's obviously an equilibrium going on there uh, to, to maintain that shape uh, so yeah, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you get the maximum amount of aerosolized COVIDs in by wearing uh, an N95 mask specifically. Right. Just just blow through that as as hard as you can. <laughs> we should try this out. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Um, can we talk a bit about um, lockdown centrism? Now this I don't I don't know if you've even come across this term. I haven't. I mean, I've not not I've been reading much. I, but I, I think there's a centrism. I think you're lying there because didn't we do a podcast on Boris with his new his new form of centrism where we're not saying let the virus run oh maybe we did roughshod over everybody and we're not saying we need to lock down everyone and put them so in prison. did we call did we call Boris a lockdown centrist? I think you did. Did I? <laughs> I don't even think it was me. I'm not even going to take credit for this. I think you said how long ago a, was a that? New form of centrism. It was months ago, before Christmas, I think. Right. I think it was before the. Well, was this when I, I thought a, there was a political split happening? And it was after that, but it was it was with the tiered system, but before the second before November lockdown, lockdown I think. Right. Yeah, okay. So it's probably times change. What I'm what I'm observing now is a is a new breed of person, and it's very much a post Christmas thing. This this basically since the since the Christmas lockdown. Um, where it went, you know, yeah, you can have a couple of days. No, Christmas is cancelled. That's when a lot of these people that were kind of on our side before have all switched teams. And some of them have gone just completely batty and gone, you know, right the way the other way. Um, but but some have, have adopted the what I would call the classic... Um, it's golden mean fallacy stuff. Oh, that's pure. Yeah, centrists. Centrists love that. Yeah, um, Dan Hannon. Yeah, writing in whatever it was, the Times or the Telegraph, saying, "Well, you know, the attacks on um, Sunetra Gupta and Carl Hennigan. Well, that's just the same as the attacks on Neil Ferguson." It's like, what? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's this. It's this balance. It's all we 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 can't have. We can't have one extreme. We can't just do nothing, and we can't and we can't do everything. There has to be this sensible centre ground, and it's 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 the worst form. It's the worst form of it. Yeah. So that's that's. I need to. I'm not sure if there's a term for that, because there's there's certainly there's the equidistance fallacy or the golden mean fallacy. Yeah. And that often enables centrists. To appear reasonable, uh, yeah. To, to to apply nuance to a situation and to mm. try and appear sophisticated. Um, what I've seen happening, and that's a very very good example. I've seen other examples as well. So another one is um, the the Democrats um, and the evangelical left in America were going on about the rigged election in 2016 for four years. Um, Trump supporters go on about a rigged election for five minutes, and they're somehow ah. equal. Yes, false equivalents. Yeah, but it, but it, it's almost it's like they're, they're having to they're having to manufacture a centre ground now. It's like a right. type of, of, of false equivalence, but it, it's um, it's 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 what you do with that false equivalence afterwards because yes. they, they they they're so desperate to appear to appear kind of like in the centre. Yeah, um, that they have to invent something about often their own side. I've I've, I've seen and I've heard Douglas Murray do it. Um, right. You know, often with, with his have. own side. Yes. Um, so 
just so they can they can kind of appear sophisticated and and no no I'm you know I'm I'm a sensible centrist. Oh God, this is a great example of here again. I'm, I'm I want to talk specifically about lockdowns. Yeah, sure. That was, will, just, but, that was just another example. Well, maybe the example you're thinking of is the same as me with with Douglas Murray, which is um, what it, I think it's the I think it's the same one actually, isn't it? It's the it's the rigged election stuff, um, but it's yeah you can spend four years as Democrats um, uh, saying that the election was fake, but if if the if the if the Republicans say it for five minutes, then that's that's beyond the pale somehow. It's it's some weird standard. It's like you apply the standard asymmetrically or certainly to differing degrees, depending on the side you're on. But oh, <laughs> I, I suppose that that actually brings us nicely onto the concept of uh, Elliot's law. Well, I was just I was just thinking the same. Does thing. it apply it's, here? Yeah, it applies to everything political. Um, because that was a great example there. Douglas Murray, you consider to be on, on the right of centre. And he's there saying that someone a bit further right than him, I mean, look, you can argue a bit, a lot further right than him, the Republican Party, Trump, whatever, but holding to an unrealistic standard beyond the pale compared to this, what, what's on the other side. Shall I, shall I just recap? In case, in case, in case our special listener isn't aware of Elliot's law and uh, hasn't listened to that episode, recommend they go back a couple of weeks. So this, this was, this was Elliot's law was something that I noticed, um, and I've I've come up with this term for named it. after yourself. I have, but I, I would be more than happy if it already had a name because it would mean it's already got traction, and and that's that's all I want. I just want this this to kind of to be out there. So it's like it's like open source software. Yeah, you kind of write it, and people can take it and extend it and, and do what they want. But you just yeah. kind of want people to use it. So this is this is Elliot's law. Um, I need to I need to rewrite this. I need to it needs to be a bit. We haven't spent any time. Pithier, yeah. But this is this is broadly it. So there, there are kind of two two parts to it. So the first part is in politics, respect only flows one way in the direction of statism. People more statist than you are always misguided. People less statist are always dangerous. Yes. Okay, so every, every, yes. everyone everyone thinks that their amount of state is the absolute minimum that you can get away with. Yes. A bit more than that, that's fine. We can perhaps bring these people around, but it's not, it's not going to be that detrimental to society. A little bit less and, you know, absolute catastrophe yeah so that, that, that's part yeah monster one. <laughs> correct part two is the more demonized you are by people more status than you the more you demonize people that are less status so you get the people like yes. the neoliberals um and you objectivists uh these sorts of people um will be far harsher to you know you outright libertarians and anarchists mm. Than they will often with with socialists, and, and they're the worst people. So you know you, you'll get you'll get the you know the centre left, perhaps won't be quite as bad with the centre right, compared to say you know um, objectivists and anarchists, for example. Yeah. So it's 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 completely disproportionate. And I think that example you gave with Douglas Murray yes. was that he he just needs to he 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 needs to be seen to be tough on his side, and certainly the the right. you know the further further right or the the more libertarian on his side he needs to be tough on them which is what happens to james dellingpole whenever he's on tv or any anybody like that um so is it just a virtue signal it's definitely yeah it's definitely part virtue signal i would say um it's is it's i think in some ways i'm not saying this is right but it has a form of survivalism to it i think if i can position somebody else as worse than me then I won't seem as bad. Is that is that fair? Yeah, there's definitely yeah, and, and you see again, you see that with you know if, if James Dellingpole is on TV with a Tory MP, the Tory MP will be far worse to him um, than than they know, will the lefty. Some, yeah, or, or than the lefty will be to him. Yeah, um, because they, they have to be seen to be to be tough on the uh, on, on the and and you, you you get I've seen there's a, there was a podcast recently, and I think it was on YouTube as well with uh, Michael Malice. And somebody else, and Alex Jones, and Alex Jones is obviously used to being like the extreme guy. Yeah. But Michael Malice, who's like an, a complete anarchist, was uh, just you know railing about the uh, the police in America, and you know it, you know he was advocating for you know for private security, private police forces, all this kind of thing. From from memory, I mean, I, this is from memory, but it was something like that. 
and Alex Jones found himself having to defend the police and having to be the more statist of the panelists on there, and just he, he didn't really know what to do. Um, he was just you know he was a bit confused. He was getting a bit he's shouty so and aggressive used to being he's the most so used extreme to being person. that guy. He didn't know what to do when he wasn't the most extreme guy in the room. And that was, it was just, it's quite interesting when you, when you get, when you get situations like that. Where they're not expecting it, mm. I suppose. It's different if they're prepared. But it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's like when you're, when you're arguing, when, when you and I are, are arguing or debating with, whether it's people on the right or people on the left, you kind of know, what, you argue with an ideology a lot of the time, you know what they're going to say, and you're used to <laughs> arguing with these people all the time, that anything they say to you, you've heard it a hundred times before and you've got something, you've got to come back for it. Um, and also because I love cutting to the chase with these people. Yeah, and also because we're we're moral and we're you know we're, you know you can you can just apply first principles to everything and you, yeah. and you don't have to you know it's easy for us to argue something because you just take the moral you know outlook on it and and, and that's fine. Whereas these you know the, these guys are not used to arguing with somebody who argues from a moral perspective and has you know is perhaps a bit more either more of a purist or. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're having to kind of twist themselves in circles because you can just you can attack them from from you know from their side as well. You know, like someone on someone on the right who who is tends to be you know who perhaps is a little bit more liberal, a little bit more libertarian. You can just go a little bit further. Um, somebody somebody on the left who's you know who's is advocating perhaps collectivism or this kind of thing. You can say, well, yeah, but if you were free from the state, you could do this. You know, you could you could do it far it's, more, it's great. and it just confuses them. They got they have no idea. They can't they can't argue with you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they block you, and they, they and then they sort off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think it's I, I think going back to lockdown centrism specifically now. Uh, there's it's it's on it's on the rise now. My my main problem, I suppose, with it is that is the idea. You know, you've got you've got proponents of lockdown full government intervention at, at one end in fact i'm gonna to have to reinvent this in a minute because actually you've got zero covid people who are even further away than that but you've got let's just say the current government position of which purportedly a lot of people most people in the country support right now of of shutting down most businesses and not letting them out and do anything and etc etc so so on one side we've got some kind of some kind of lockdown yeah furlough schemes um, yep. you know, social distancing, mask wearing, yeah, all of it, of all of it in law, all okay. of that. That's one side. On the other side, you've got people who disagree with it all completely. But this, this is the issue. There are very few who do argue it from a moral standpoint, and you know, we obviously we we point this out. There, there, are, there are very few people. Most people will argue it from some more particularly practical sense. They'll try and compare. You know, one set of number of deaths with another, and and, and and things like this. Those are those are still useful statistics, I think, but it's not it's not the same. But thing. They're, they're against lockdowns because either lockdowns don't work, yeah, or that this... I think it's a good reason to be against lockdowns that don't work. I'm 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 happy with that, but they're they're the wrong thing to do, regardless. Sure, or or it's it's the the virus isn't bad enough to have a lockdown. I'm I'm all for lockdowns if we need them, but clearly this one COVID. doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a proper mixed bag of people. They're like they're there. like the like the copologists, but for COVID. Yeah, covologists. Covologists. <laughs> Not sure that works. No, no. Uh, but no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I, I mean, yeah, a, a fairly large proportion of them want to have a fairly civic discussion, a civil discussion uh, about it with people on the other side, and now that these centrists have arrived people like um christopher snowden who are trying to make their their rational um you know positions on on on, on lockdown now or well, we must need lockdown for this virus because um and 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 in some way i mean some of his arguments was i haven't read all of his articles recently i don't I haven't really wanted to i dipped in occasionally um but almost saying that well if people were going to stop doing all this stuff anyway, it, it's like this weird reverse libertarian view. Of, if people were going to stop doing this stuff anyway and the economy was going to tank, then we might as well have had a lockdown to make the economy tank. And it's like, what are you talking about? It doesn't, it doesn't is, make any sense. This, this is, so I think you have changed your tune. I, I think that's the wrong way of putting it. I think you're... So the way you described... This is developing, yeah. Yeah, no, no. no but the, the way you described... Or maybe it's just a different way of describing it. So the way you talked about um, COVID centrism... Uh, back in probably October, yeah, was 
on the one side we've got absolute totalitarian lockdowns house arrests yeah um you're not allowed to do anything nobody's allowed to go to work um you know complete complete shutdown of everything um and on the the other side you've got letting the virus rip let's just let it rip through the country well, that's how it. That's how it was sold that's by how, the, that, the that's, zealots. That, yeah, that's how. That, well, that, I think that's how the centrists position themselves. Right. So, my observation would be that over the period of this year, and specifically more since it was accelerated since Christmas, there's been a second wave <laughs> of people bleeding off from the let it rip side. From the you know, the anti-lockdown, the lockdown skeptics have not used that term so far in this podcast. There's been a bleed off of people from lockdown skepticism towards this new centre ground, because oh well, it's gone on for this long. Oh, the government must be right now. Oh, look at the look at the numbers. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or we have we have a vaccine now. We have an end in sight. Let's just let's just get it across I, the line. I think that's a biggie. I think that's a biggie. That's, I think that's, that's where your Dan Hodges and stuff have come from. There's a vaccine. There's a vaccine. Right. Lockdown. Lockdown. I think. I think. I think. Chris Snowden as well. I think that's. I think, I think you're probably right. I. I mean, the, the the first thing to say there is, so when we don't come out of lockdown, or when we go back in lockdown again, even when everyone's got a vaccine, what are you going to say then? When the vaccine isn't the answer. Yeah, or if the, if the vaccine doesn't work as well as hoped. Yeah. Well, and that, that, I'm I'm grouping that all together. But there are various reasons why. But, you know, new variants. Well, this vaccine doesn't work very well with this variant, so lockdown again. Or if figures just drop off a cliff because it gets warmer before everybody's vaccinated. Yes. Yeah. What, uh, what uh, well, it's, it, it's all nonsense. The, the biggest issue I have with giving any of them credence at all is that it normalises what happens in the normal political sphere, which is the march ever statewood. Uh, you, you obviously are totally aware. If, if you've got... Strict authoritarians on one side, freedom lovers on the other. A centre ground appears that obviously has some state intervention. Let's say half of what the authoritarians want. And you argue for that, then that becomes normal and that becomes the new freedom. Then the authoritarians keep stepping the other way or they just, or they just maintain their position. They don't move ever towards freedom. So the status exactly where they are, keep banging the drum for the same things they always have, and a new set of centrists, or, the, or, or even the people that were centrists here before, move stateward, and so the centre ground continually moves. Of course, because they're not the there. The ratchet effect. Yeah, and they're not there because of any type of morality. They just want to appear nuanced and sophisticated. And in order to do that, they have to be in the centre, regardless of where it is. So other than... I, I hate making this accusation, but other than wanting to solidify one's place in the House of Lords, what and and saying all the right things to get there in the first place, why would someone as supposedly freedom-loving as Daniel Hannan, the, the person who would go on US TV and argue for private health care, yeah? How can he be advocating for some middle ground of of lockdown restrictions ever this is what i don't get you concede that ground and it is gone forever the fact that we now have that lockdowns and you know again i'm using that shorthand for all of the policy instruments that have been that have been used in the last year now that's been used it's normalized you it's just on the table forever now. That, that's, that, it. that's it and but what you're doing is making it worse because you're saying you could get more extreme and there'd still be some position for you to move because you were willing to jump halfway. No, this is, this is such an important set of principles. The, you know, the freedom of movement, the freedom of association, the freedom of speech. See, I mean, that's, that's one of my, that's one of my, my favourite contradictions. I mean, we, we, love, we love a contradiction on this podcast, yeah. as you know, but it's like all the... No, we don't. <laughs> all the all the EU zealots and the, the you know the remainers who just have been going on about freedom of movement for years yeah suddenly want you locked in your house yeah I love stuff like that brilliant I can I just take this a little bit further please do I think I've I've, I've exhausted that but I, I needed to get all that off my chest that's fine that's fine isn't basically and this is this is kind of related to Elliot's law a little bit yeah 
isn't everybody a lockdown centrist now? Right. So or don't they believe that they are? The same way that you know, everyone, every, I, I think that oh, everyone, okay. I think that everyone believes that the amount of state that they're advocating is the minimum. Every, everyone thinks that they can't have any less. Which Lock, is, which lockdown. Is, just in, in general, with, with, with Elliot's law. Yes. Everyone believes that the amount of state that they're advocating is the minimum. We couldn't possibly have any less. Yeah. And that's that's kind of why they, they that's why I believe they treat people who are more libertarian, harsher than they do the other way. Um, I think every everyone, if you, you know, go to anyone and ask for their, you know, the, the amount of lockdown or the amount of restrictions. They all think, well, no, I, I'm just going to the minimum here. We could, you know, I, I would, I would, you know, I would love to for us to be freer, but it's just too dangerous. This is the minimum, and we should, you know, we should go no further than that. I think it's the same thing. Everyone thinks that, well, of, of course, we could, we could let the virus rip through the communities, and we could kill all the grannies, or we could have harsh lockdowns. But where I am, that's in the centre, and that occupies probably ninety-five percent of, of everybody. So I've got a few observations there. One is statism is like entropy it it tends to a maximum and you can obviously have small pockets where it where it reduces you and i (laughs) and uh you know the occasional reduction in regulation somewhere the the occasional privatization back in the 80s that was a little 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 example how many you know how how many how many laws can you name that have been repealed in recently or taxes that have been abolished you know the, the tax code. I think it it didn't it. Like, I think the it, ten pence rate to give <laughs> Gordon Brown his due, but he added it in the first place. I mean, <laughs> I think I think he didn't it something like it either tripled under Gordon Brown and then doubled under Osborne or the other way around. But it, it's only doubled and then and oh, it's tripled. gone up and up and up and up and up. Isn't it like ten times the length of the Bible now or something? I think it's fourteen times oh, the length God. of the Bible at the moment. It may it may have got even bigger, but the last time I checked, I think it was fourteen times the. Yeah, the size of the Bible. So I think, I think it's interesting that there are lots of people. And I I don't know whether this is everyone. I mean, you're saying everyone's a lockdown centrist, so to speak. I I think everyone everyone believes they are. Yeah, everyone is. Or not, everyone believes it? they're reasonable. Yes, that they must be the reasonable person. Don't you find it fascinating that the there are people who are, I don't know whether you know people who are all about all about the rules, all about the rules, apart from this one. All about the rules, yeah, but I can do that. Uh, do, do you know people who are making their own exceptions and and convincing themselves that it's fine? Now, obviously, you and I are all for that. You're making your own moral judgment. Go Do that. Do that more. But it's when they try to enforce that on you. I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. No, no, I've rationalised to myself... That I'm allowed to do this, even though it's against the rules. Yeah, they need to. They need to be the arbiters of this. You need to ask them for permission. It can't, yeah. it can't be. They don't trust you to do the same thing that they're doing. But you what, can't make any moral judgments. They're fine. What they can't cope with is telling them that it's against the rules. If you turn around and say, "Well, I'm willing to do anything," but you do realise that the bit you're doing there is against the rules, they 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 squirm because they don't. They don't know anything other than and I said this in the last podcast. They've they've outsourced their morality. This is this is they've 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 handed it over, and so they don't know how to rationalise it at all. I mean that's quite that's quite a, that's quite a mild way to come after some of these people, or maybe not. But but the people who who are just maybe the people who don't make their moral judgments at all have completely outsourced it to the state and and just rule followers. Yeah, you can. I, Anne Frank. I always bring up Anne Frank. <laughs> would you would you have turned in? The Jewish family in your loft, you know, because that's what the rules were. You know, yep. the, the people who turned, who t- you know, who, people who, who shopped in Anne Frank were obeying the were rules. Obeying the rules, and the people who hit her, hit her were the, you know, were, were rule breakers. Yeah, you know, and once you once you get to that point, they say, well, okay, so so yeah, so you know, there are some rules. Ah, so there are some. Rules. So there are some instances when you can break the rules. So so we've now established that you can break the rules. Yes. And now all we're disagreeing is is which rules you can break. Where do you draw the line? And I'm happy for you to draw the line in a different place than me. Yes, you know, <laughs> you, you can draw the line wherever you want, and you can follow whatever stupid rules that you like. But I would do the same. Yes, it just, it just, it just may be that I think more rules are stupider than you think. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's all I've got. That's, okay. I've, I've, I've COVIDed out. That's everything. That's fine. That's fine. Well, so we've, we've yeah, we've, we've, we've tackled, we've tackled COVID centrism. We've brought back Elliot's Law again. I would uh, encourage anyone who hasn't listened to the first Elliot's Law podcast to do that because I'm, I, I, I think, we, I think we should make this a little, you, you can call it something else. I don't, you don't need to call it Elliot's Law, but just that observation um, that, you know, that the people are, are worse. And if you can, if you see yourself doing it, this is the important thing. If you see yourself being worse to someone who is less status than you, then perhaps he's off. I've remembered something I wanted to talk about. That's I've fine. just done. I've just done my whole You've ending. Just done a great I, had, ending. I had the music going on in my head, and I'm thinking, you know. No, no, it's fine to... because on people's podcast app, it will still show that there's still a few minutes left. Okay. And so they'll know that this isn't right, and they'll know that there's still some more stuff to come. So it's, it's absolutely fine. And you, you now you don't need to say any of that stuff again. You can just say goodbye at the end, and it'll be fine. Okay. Well, so what's your what's your next topic? The zero COVID cult. Oh, you, uh, Bergen. I, I'm not aware of any, I'm not on any media now. I don't know, but I, he, he's he's a big zero COVID. Right, it's, so, it's as ridiculous as zero carbon. Probably, probably yes, worse, probably worse actually. Yes, so I I yeah I, this I get my information now from other people talking to me. That's how I source my news now. Someone goes, oh, did you hear this? And I go, nope, tell me. Um, but what I am aware of through through my grapevine is that a lot of the zero COVID stuff. Is is very much couched in language, the language of freedom. I mean, it's pseudo freedom. Let's, let's let's be uber clear about this. It is not freedom. But whereas you Boris and your Hancock, uh, you know the, you, the the government here in the UK, I don't think they talk about freedom. They talk about beating the virus. It's it's all very uh, you know warlike type language. It, it's all it's all about de- de- defeat and victory. I mean, they use the language of the right in that respect, don't they? <laughs> yes, ab- absolutely. It's it's get the virus under your boots. It's putting pressure on. It's all all of that. Whereas the 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 zero COVID people. I mean, which is I mean, it is laughable. This virus is here. Well, yeah, and it's also it, that's the biggest straw man. I mean, who is who is advocating for keeping? covid around forever you know I, I think we should just keep a little bit in the jar and just blow a few bubbles every now and again you know who, literally who's, who's, who's advocating for that we don't want to eradicate this it's marvelous let's just keep it going forever are you saying you want to eradicate you do want to eradicate covid i'm saying if it vanished i wouldn't be disappointed i know but that's different that's that's different isn't it but if there, if there was a world without covid Oh, that'd be fine. Well, that's but, it. But so you know, who 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 doesn't want that? Who doesn't want zero COVID? I see. So it's the same way of saying who doesn't want a lovely clean ocean and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what what they do is they talk about living in this situation once we've got it under control, and obviously the only way of getting it under control is is a harsher, deeper, stronger, longer lockdown. Is, is communism? It's, it's people adhering to it properly because nobody does. No, it's, yeah, exactly. Well, communism, fascism. Which, which one is it? At that point, there, then you can have your freedoms back. You can have your freedoms back, and then we'll keep a really close eye on the numbers. And then, if if in a certain area we see the numbers start to rise. Then we'll just we'll just make sure that nobody leaves that area, that, that no one else is allowed in. That we'll that we'll just we'll do this on a regional regional basis. But the point is, like if we do that, <laughs> if if we if we do that, then you'll get back to your freedom so much quicker. And they're using the language of freedom to 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 do all this, like like dangling the promise of your freedom even though it's anything but it is more police state than we are in even now they also use the t- they also use the word and freedom incorrectly as well so they'll talk about permission well they'll, they'll also they'll talk about freedom from covid when they mean free from yes but it's just just so they can use the word freedom yeah they, they, they probably know they're using it badly um, i'm sure but they you know it's, it's just so they can get the word they, they can squeeze the word freedom into a soundbite or into a sentence or yeah. into a paragraph, you know, they, they will do it, even if it but means using it badly. My my concern, I mean, this is linked to the centrism stuff, you know, again, the fact that this this group is now getting more um, airtime, I, 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 I assume, um, 
that it, it, it's the same as, as giving Extinction Rebellion airtime, isn't it? And, and not giving them, and again, I'm not advocating shutting them down, <laughs> but the media give them a disproportionate amount of, of focus. And they're, and they're not, they're, they're, they're letting them say whatever they want to say without challenging them on anything. I mean, look, look, look no journalist challenges anyone on anything anymore other than challenging lockdown sceptics. I mean, it, again, that there's a law there about it only going in one direction uh, again, again there. And the, the same can be said of the left, right, the left, right spectrum. Um, where was I going with this? But well, it's they, they, normalizing and you normalize yeah. it. And it, again, you'll just ever, ever march center closer to it. Sure. The statists know that all, if they want to move, if they want to move the center ground and the direction of, of travel, all they need to do is just be a little bit more extreme because they won't get challenged on it. Yeah. They can be as extreme as they like. And then eventually, the center will move yeah um but why you know it, it never happens the other way you never get you never get yeah. this is this is why conservatives in air quotes are so rubbish because they never they never think you know what let's advocate for absolute freedom do, and do we you might mean, get a little bit do you mean both small and big c there yeah every, every, yeah pretty pretty much pretty much all conservatives yeah um you know they don't think okay let's let's advocate for for lots lots more freedom and then perhaps we'll get a little bit they never and, do it and then I think I think we can I think we'd end this quite well there then. And that is the problem with even the arguments amongst the centre ground now in this lockdown debate, um, or or even those that are on the lockdown scepticism side, but they're happy to give some credence and you know, you know an, an argument to the people in in the centre, is that. The problem is, is they're now arguing over the technicalities. They're arguing over the numbers. They're not coming at it from a position of morality. From a position, it's not even it's not even right. It's a position of principle. You can just argue something on principle, and that will get you through. You don't need any of the rest of this, and that's why it shifts that way. And so the the problem is the people who are on our side, whether it be for lockdown or for any element of, of of anything on the political spectrum in terms of being you know against the state running stuff they're just not arguing it from the, from the moral perspective would you agree i would i would and that's probably a good way to have our second ending thank you for listening to sounding board and you said everything before so i don't need to say it again we'll see you again next time